welcome to episode number 62 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It is the week of August 26th, and we are in the fall of way too many games. My name is Daryl, and this week I'm joined once again by Sergio. Serge, how are you, man? I'm doing well. It's been another one of those weeks where I've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is basically a summer thing. Productivity. I, I yeah, right. Where is it? <laughs> How are you doing, Daryl? It's too hot to do anything, man. I, yeah, I don't, I'm doing way too much. I mm. I have had a heck of a week that I will not get into at this point. Uh, <laughs> but instead, I will throw it over to Kevin. How are you, man? You know what? I'm doing pretty decent. You know, just having some oat milk. About a foot away in the travel mug from PSX or, you know, the PlayStation event or expo that happened, you know, a while back. But, you know, I'm not sure if it's going to happen this year or next year. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> Ever again. I mean, you know, come on, Sony. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm calling you out. He needs another travel mug. This one's pretty old at this y- point. You know what? I, I yeah, because I that really thing like can only one. survive that much oat milk. I mean, oh, I mean As, uh, after a certain point it just gives up. Oh oh no 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 no. Oh. <laughs> oh Daryl didn't Daryl that ooh, it's, it's it's a foot away. I don't I don't think uh that thing hurt it. <laughs> just kidding. No. Daryl no. Daryl's comments are Daryl's alone and not indicative of any <laughs> other travel mugs. I'm sorry. No, my travel mug is uh you know, it's it's great. I use it every day, but sometimes you need a Need a new one? No, no. Anyway, I'm 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 doing decent, and I I have my oat milk, and yeah, Daryl, start with the question. <laughs> start with the question. What question? Hey, there's a question. Oh, I mean, like I'll start with the question. Okay, Kevin. Oh yeah. What are we talking about this week? That's what I'm looking for. Well, we're gonna talk about the bump on the spot. That's our segment. On the spot. So basically, <laughs> this marks the first time in like six weeks that it has not been preceded by. <laughs> I, I can't even do that because I'm not an alien or, or a demon, as it were. You know, oh, we were talking okay. about this. Yeah, well, uh, on the spot. Oh, no. Oh, oh. no. Um, so I don't know how I did that, but we are doing a segment today called On, on the, the Spot. spot. Yeah, and basically what's going to happen is that each of us have some questions that we want to ask each other, whether it's gaming-related or not, and we're just going to go from there. That's pretty much it. We ask questions on the spot. Okay, now that's that's <laughs> enough of that. Uh, we're going to start with Sergio. What is your first question? My first question, gaming-related... I'm wondering, have you guys had any changes in in the taste of, of what the genres that you like? Uh, is there a genre that you used to like as a kid that maybe you don't like anymore or vice versa? To give you my answer in, in as an example, I grew up playing Sonic games and mm. now I've I've. You know, I've grown as a person, and luckily... <laughs> You've learned the error of your ways. Ooh, well, let's man. let's say that in a nice way. Yes, I don't play Sonic games anymore because I like fun games. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to step away right now. 
First Kingdom Hearts, oh, now Sonic. God. When will the tirade end? We're not even uh, 10 minutes in, and it's already been shots, shots fired. freaking fired, man. Oh, man. You know. No, no. I guess they're, they're just not for me. I They're too fast for me. That's a nice way, right? They're too fast for me. <laughs> Maybe you're too slow for them. Yes. <laughs> man, shot firing Sergio. I mean, you know, I like it. I like it. It's it is a very direct um man. That I didn't expect that actually. I didn't think you would say Sonic. <laughs> well, that's Well, I mean, in in fairness, I didn't think that you would ever like Sonic. If that Ooh. and I'm not trying to sh- fire any more shots. I just like <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't have pegged you for a Sonic guy. I don't know. Right, right. And you know, this goes back again. So that was a series, but in terms of genres, Yes, I did grow up playing Mario, Mario 1, 2, 3, Mario World. But nowadays, it takes it takes a lot for me to get into like a traditional platformer. Even the Mario mm. ones, like the new Super Mario Brothers series. I don't know, I guess I discovered other genres that I would rather play. It's not that I don't find them fun anymore, but I guess it depends also on the series. So yeah, like me and platformers, it's tricky. So that's my genre that I feel like I, I left behind in sort of on purpose. Fair enough. Hmm. Fair enough. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's a... Yeah, I mean, man, I... Makes sense. I mean, you never really talk about Sonic anyway. Well, for the longest time I've known you, so... (laughs) I I mean, I think for me, so... I've always kind of liked similar games. Like, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to to do this podcast is because I... I kind of consider that I just like video gamey games, and a lot of people uh, mm. out there kind of like specific genres. I kind of don't. I just kind of play everything. But what I've found out recently that's been kind of disturbing, actually, is I'm not sure if I like RPGs. And that, that is a weird place to be in because... Don't get me wrong, I love certain RPGs, so the Final Fantasy IV and uh, the Paper Mario games and Super Mario RPG, uh, the Xenoblade games for more recent, uh, Octopath. You know, there's there's a few RPGs kind of speckled throughout that I really like, so I used to say, yeah, I, I love RPGs, you know, they're, they're a great game genres, all that, but... Lately, I have had so much trouble getting into them, just overall, mm. and it's it's weird, because it, it hits me in kind of these odd w- waves, you know, like, Final Fantasy IX was kind of a dud for me, I, I struggle to say, because I know I, I really liked where it was going, but I just kind of didn't want to play it. Mm. Uh, Final Fantasy X kind of got the same way for me. Final Fantasy XII is awesome, and I love Final Fantasy XII, I don't know why. Uh, mm. <laughs> Tales of Vesperia, not so great for me. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm struggling to determine what I even like in the series or in the genre. Uh, and I'm struggling to determine if I even like the genre overall. And I'm I'm in a a state of kind of a little bit of confusion when it comes to the that particular genre. And that's definitely been a change as I've gotten older. Uh, one little sidebar, as I have gotten older, I have grown to appreciate Sonic games even more. So, hey, say mm. what you will. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I like Sonic. I always like Sonic Adventure 2, but uh, I've I've kind of gone back to the old 2D games, and I actually really like them now. So, eh, things change, I guess. Wow, yeah, that's a that's a pretty hefty answer. I, man, RPG, Sonic games, man. Well, I'll tell you, 
Mine's a split decision answer. I mean, F zero. <laughs> Just say it. You know you're thinking it. Um, you know, a little bit, but that's not the one. That's not the one. Um, it's a it's a two part. Well, split decision. Fighting slash superhero games. Okay. Hmm. So hmm. I used to love playing. You know. Marvel vs. Capcom, Street Fighter, all of that, and Tekken. Uh, just the nature of the action, the fighting, you know, just the, you know, one-on-one, you're done kind of game. Especially Marvel vs. Capcom, I loved. I had one and two, one Dreamcast back in the day. And, you know, I gotta admit, I, I, I used to watch a lot of superhero stuff too. Uh, well, back then, especially one of my favorite cartoons, The Justice League was a really... Man, I, I love that show. But when I grew up, <laughs> I just, you know, I have to say, not just movies, but I just don't like superhero games anymore. You know, when Ultimate Alliance 3 came, came out, I was just like, cool. But that's it. Like, I, I just really wasn't really into it. But I know a lot of people were into it. Daryl, I know you were into it, which is great. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I cannot get into superhero um, things in general. And I think maybe that's just because... I think in one in one sense, I feel like a lot of the superhero movies, a lot of it is very predictable in what could happen. Yeah. Um, now that's a very bad assumption because you know a lot of times you know the good guy or the good girl is going to win the end and find a way out and like and then there's going to be all this things in between beginning to end and blah they come come out at the very end and win the whole thing or whatever. But I just. I just cannot get into superhero <laughs> things anymore, man. Like, I mean, now I no, gotta that's say, that's a movie I would watch. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, now I do. Now there are exceptions, though. There is one I do like Wonder Woman. Uh, I think that was a very uh, well constructed, even though it had the similar type of <clears throat> uh, construction that I was talking about. But it. Other than that, like I'm just not really into superhero movies or games in general and fighting games. Like I don't have the same craving for fighting games anymore. I was so big on super, uh, super, Street Fighter Four back in college. Uh, had you know played with my housemates and stuff. And even though I was terrible at the game, I really I still like playing it. I even had like this <clears throat> this Mad Cat's fighting stick with. In it, with the custom Senwa Danshi or uh, Danshi buttons and joysticks that you know were meticulously uh, incorporated into the machine, and you that know that was the Vermilion one, right? Uh, oh, oh, very good. It, uh, it was Vermilion color, Sergio. I see you. You got some good memory. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, by by the way, Vermilion is uh, my second most favorite color in the entire universe of universes. So you know. <laughs> Vermilion is great. If you never heard of it, well, guess what? Look it up. Google it. Wikipedia it. Do anything you can to look that up because it and is. And if a- you're a patron and in our Discord, you can set your name color to Vermilion to serve as a reminder to Kevin that you are his favorite. So, uh, <laughs> there, there you go. And there you go. And you, you know, yeah. I've I found I've actually cooled on uh, a, a little bit on every one versus one player versus player type game uh mm. period mm. so i still like them but i kind of gotten to the point that no matter win or lose somebody feels bad and as the communication age has kind of 
shaped up and nerf culture is around that kind of just gets tiring after a while so yeah even smash a little bit um although i'll, I'll still oh. play that but i do at this point I, I am preferring like more of the team versus team type games for me personally you know that's a good point and i almost forgot to talk about that or forget to uh super smash brothers i i still appreciate the series but i'm just not as into it as i was before um even though i still have smash bros ultimate i mean and then uh, it it's hard man it's hard i can't i'm not like obsessed with it like as i was like the first two weeks of the release i mean <laughs> i don't know Makes sense i mean there's only about a thousand more games since then so yeah, yeah so you know like i'm still playing and i'm still enjoying it but i definitely prefer to play other things most of the time so yeah and you know i mean i, I think the team-based thing is awesome i you know splatoon 2 did a really a really good job on that you know like with the team-based uh the shooters and uh, i mean man I don't know when Splatoon 3 is coming out, but if it is, <laughs> I mean, sign me up. So We're probably going to be waiting a while. I'm assuming Animal yeah. Crossing will have a huge uh, uh, support lineup afterwards. Anyways, uh, mm-hmm. let's jump to our next question. Uh, Kevin, you want to go? Yeah. Yeah, I want to go. So my question for y'all is what is something that you incorporate in your life as a fail-safe routine. What I mean by that is, you know, no matter how your day went, whether it was good or, you know, crappy, like, is there a routine that you always have that makes you feel like, okay, at least I'm making some sort of progress so that I don't feel like my day was wasted? You know, I'm going to start with you, Sergio. Do you have a routine that follows that criteria? No matter how good or bad your day was, whether from work, personal life, but you have a routine that just fits you in your day to day. This is a much harder question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that was a. Mm, I could have asked something. No, else, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I just. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a good question and. Honestly, okay, so yeah, there there is something, and I'm still working on it. It, you know, it, it still kind of bothers me that I have to keep reminding myself. But you know, we're we're making progress, uh, baby steps, as they say. And the the answer would be, you know, thinking of what did I do today for others? What can I Ooh. do for other people? What did I do? What could I have done, or what could I have done better? To, to help others more and that's always like a driving factor and like I said sometimes I do forget and I have to keep reminding myself but I think it's a good thing it's a good it's a good motivation into you know to keep progressing on, on my own and improving on that aspect and okay so another day now what can I do what have I done differently from before so mm-hmm. that's that's sort of my approach and yeah I'm, I'm working on it and I want to get even better at it yeah that's awesome I mean and especially when you say like what can I do for others I mean that I mean that's pretty powerful I mean I know that like from time to time you would post on Twitter you know you know lending a hand you know making sure that people around you are good and stuff and I mean that's it's a pretty incredible message I think for people who may need uh, to hear more often and you know it's 
one of those things is like, you know, you're never alone. And I think a lot of people like myself, we tend to forget that. Uh, or we tend to, you know, f- feel like we're the only ones who can understand like what we're going through. But mm-hmm. in actuality, I feel like there are more people in common with me than I realize. So that's cool. So Daryl, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's admirable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so mine, mine is less of a routine and more of a mindset that I've developed lately and has really kind of come to uh, as much of a head as I can uh, can this week, actually. Um, it, it's just a matter of with every situation that you're presented with in, in life, you can always take it as a negative moment or, or, or you can almost always take it as a positive moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there is a lot of skill and wisdom in trying to take as many things as positive moments as possible. Uh, and understanding that I'm making that way too simple. Like I understand there are some things that are just crappy and they're going to happen and it sucks. I get that. Right. But you know, you, you lose a competition or you uh, get passed over for a promotion at work or, you know, you get stopped at a red light or you get a speeding ticket or, uh, you go to the, the supermarket or, and, and they don't have your favorite cookies or whatever, you know, um, <laughs> there's always a, a more positive light to spend that in the, you know, not to get too touchy feely, but in the, you know, maybe some things do happen for a reason from time to time, you know, mm-hmm. um, that actually makes a lot of sense. So I think my quote unquote routine lately, uh, has really just been, okay, take, you know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and then you have the facts of life, and you just, you know, you try to really focus on, wow, you guys didn't even laugh at that one. <laughs> um, Is that a, that's a show, right? The facts yeah. of life? That's, I was like, I, wait a second, that sounds familiar. I was expecting at least a Sergio. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, you just, you take them all together. You understand that some crappy things just happen, but then for the things that are kind of marginal that you could take as a bad thing, just don't and try try to focus on the positive and it's really been it's been kind of affecting me lately so that's actually kind of nice no and that's that's great i mean i think that attributes to you know having a more overall positive attitude i mean i think it's really easy to to stay negative and say like oh you know why is my life like this you know how come this happened to me you know like but in you know in reality you know there's always going to be bad things that happen to everyone and to a certain degree. And we just have to figure out how to look at it in a positive light and, and make the best out of the situation. So, um, which is pretty hard, uh, man, even I have a hard time with that. I think for me, it's like, well, for this year, mine is going to be a bit different than both of yours. I mean, I, you guys have great answers and it was, it was good. I, mine was more about, you know, having maintain a routine of a healthier lifestyle. Um, you know, in terms of like my diet, my physical, my physical progress. Uh, I just make sure that you know what, regardless of what I'm doing every day. You know, whether I accomplish something at work that I really want to do, or I help someone out, or whether you know I talk to somebody, or maybe that conversation turns to be really sour and I get upset somehow, or 
something just maybe just think things just don't go my way you know at least i have a fail safe and like oh okay well you know at least i can spend about 30 minutes to work out or have that smoothie which i still do every day um you know just have a smoothie or just something that like i can just be on autopilot and and really hone mm-hmm. my own and be like okay you know maybe today wasn't that great and things didn't happen the way i wanted it to but at least i can you know work it off at the gym or uh you know have something or just main, make maintain a you know a diet that uh that won't make me feel like crap uh the rest of the day yeah i think that that's been me for this whole year you know just having healthier uh lifestyle habits because i know that if i don't i'm gonna feel like crap or the other word i want to say but i can't say because we certainly would bleep it out but <laughs> um <laughs> you know it's it's just an ongoing thing and um i mean it the process has been great and i think even if it's something like physical progress you know that helps my mental health and yeah and obviously mental health is such a big topic nowadays you know everyone talking about uh you know just being able to share your problems in one way or another you know even if it's really uncomfortable but i think at some point like there's gotta be some sort of outlet, you know, it's hard to keep everything in. Um, personally for me, I don't really view myself as a really positive person, even though people might think I am, uh, you know, I, I go through a lot of things, uh, the day to day, but you know, I try to be positive more often than not. And, and I think with a healthy, with having this routine of a healthy lifestyle, uh, it's definitely given me uh, more of a satisfaction than I realized. So that's my answer. Nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. Uh, okay, so. Okay, cool. With, with that, I don't know. There's not really a great segue, but I, I think it's, I think it's also admirable. So, great question. Mm. Um, with that, I think I'm gonna jump into my question, which is kind of a two-parter. Uh, I want you guys to give me a game or series that you think is one of the most underrated games or series that you've ever played, and I mean. Let's try not to get like too obscure. I understand there's some really good games that nobody's ever heard of, but you know, of like you know, big popular series, what do you think is underrated? And what game or series do you think is one of the most overrated that you've played? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Sergio, you yeah. want to start this one? <laughs> I can start with the underrated. <laughs> and I'm going with the Phoenix Wright series. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, I, I don't know how, how much of a reason it is because of the amount of reading that is involved. Um, I mean, I feel like nowadays with social media and everything, uh, we, we read a lot more than we probably used to. And, and I think that's a good thing. So if there's a lot of reading in a game and, you know, it's not your typical game with a lot of action, but it's also not like the old school adventure games where it was just... Uh, point and click as literal as it was but nowadays mm. with with a series like phoenix right that has a lot of story going on it has cutscenes and it has audio cues and even voiceover in in cutscenes so it is really really nice to have a, a a very good story very likable characters very interesting scenarios that keep you guessing until the end so mm. even if you if you're slightly interested but you're not too sure if you know it's not it's not so much of a gamey game like we said or there's so much reading it's very different for sure but i feel like if you give it a chance um, 
at least if you can play a case and then see if you want to stick with it. But I definitely recommend it. All of the games are great. Uh, whichever one you start with, they're all really good. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I echo the same sentiments. I mean, Phoenix Wright is just, you know, on paper, it may seem very monotonous. And it's like, well, I'm not, there's not a lot of action, Kevin. Right. Or Sergio. <laughs> or I, mean, I mean, you got to know what you're getting into, though. I mean, you're right. Like, just watch a trailer, man. There's not that much action. <laughs> there, right. there, really, there really isn't. But, it, I, I mean, it, it definitely stimulates the the mind and, you know, putting you in, in the in the shoes of a lawyer. And I think um, it, just the, the just all the dramatic, you know, the poses and the, the, the dialogue, it really gets you in. And I think, you know, with that sort of dialogue, it, it just – there's something that just ticks. And it's like, okay – like I want to know more and more and more, and then like just be able to, even if you don't initially want to be like a det- the detective sort of person, like you get to do some detective mm-hmm. stuff, and it's nice. And I mean, it, it, it's a well constructed series, and I really need to get back into playing Spirit of Justice. Uh, I, oh gosh, so on the 3ds from, or excuse me, <laughs> the 2ds for me. Uh, but you know, it feels so long ago. <laughs> oh man. All right, so Sergio, most overrated game or series? Ooh. Oh, get back to me. I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking on that one. All right, all right. We can okay, start okay. with underrated. Kevin, what's your, what's your most uh, underrated series or, or one of them? You know, my, my underrated series. I gotta say, I really like Professor Layton. I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough. I, you know, I'm a big fan of puzzles. I'm a big fan of adventures. I'm a big fan of puzzle adventure games you know when it first came out on the nintendo ds i was very intrigued you know this is like this guy in this british accent i'm not going to imitate it and just you know having his apprentice and just these games this the story where you're you're on adventure you're solving puzzles leading to the very end i mean like there's this it's just really nice to and they're really interesting puzzles too like you know, whether it's like a maze where you have to move away, you know, maze or like just some sort of like, you know, common, like maybe some sort of thing that, you know, you learned when you were a kid and that puzzle just was reimagined in the, in the a game form. Um, or a brain teaser. Okay, brain teasers. That's what I'm looking for. Hmm. I, I think it's, and a lot of them, they're loosely tied to the plot of the, the game, the story. And so I feel like um, it, it's, I th- I feel like with Phoenix, it's like it's like with Phoenix, right? I mean, they're on paper maybe it's not the most exciting like type of game, but like when you get into it, it stimulates your mind. I think there's a theme here. The games that stimulate your mind, I think, are underrated, and Professor Layton definitely to me fits the bill. So I ho- I wish more people talked about it. I hope they do because it is a really awesome series. So, so you guys' most underrated game ever is uh, Layton versus Wright, huh? huh? <laughs> Ooh. Huh? I, haven't played it. I haven't played it yet, though. Dang it. Oh, I heard it's okay, unfortunately. Uh, I heard it, it, like, neither side seemed all that thrilled about it. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, the Layton series is great. I've Actually, I've never, unfortunately, uh, played any Phoenix Wright games. I am still trying to get on that, but just... Uh, 
it's I don't know. It's it's a hard it's a high hurdle for me for some reason. I, I just never mm-hmm. seem to do it. Um, but yeah, Layton is a lot of fun, especially the older ones. So their old puzzle master was actually really good at it. Uh, the newer ones are kind of suffering a little bit because he is no longer uh, oh with us. I think I think he passed away. Anyways, mm. um. So, anyways, uh, a lot of the the older Layton games are are fantastic, and uh, hopefully they get back to that. Uh, for me, the most underrated game series is probably not the most underrated because uh, a lot of people who have played it really like it, but it is a series that kind of gets passed over for a bunch of reasons. Um, and I'm gonna go with the Mega Man Battle Network series. <laughs> So, yes. Kevin, I, I know you like this series, too. I, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> that was going to be my second answer, but I'm really glad you mentioned yeah. Battle Network. Like, it is, oh, gosh. So, Battle Network is not, like like I said, it's not really underrated. It got high reviews. People like it. The problem is, when you think of Mega Man, that's probably, that's probably, like, Capcom's fourth or fifth version of Mega Man that they think of first. <laughs> uh, whereas, yeah. I think it should actually be more the forefront. I think that the world that they built... Uh, the combat system in that game, it's kind of an RPG, but kind of an action game with card-based element-type things. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. It's really well done. And uh, so we just learned that the Mega Man Zero slash ZX series is coming in a collection to Switch, which, by the way, yes, I'm very excited for. I will be picking it up, like, freaking day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, the even more exciting news is that that is like the last big or one of the last big pillars before. I mean, there's got to be a, a Battle Network collection at some point, right? There's like between that and and the the uh, the Star Force games that came afterwards. There's like eight or seven or eight games in that series that they could put in on a, a collection or two and really make me happy. So, uh, yeah, I, I I hope to see um, Battle Network make a triumphant return because I think it's a awesome old series that kind of got just uh left on the game boy advance so yeah love it i have to say you know to me that's mega man um now <laughs> i did play the i did play some of the older mega man games but i don't know just it never really clicked with me i mean i i get the i can see why it's really appealing but when i think of mega man Battle Network is the way to go, man. I mean, oh gosh, it, it just—it's the only like card building game that I've ever played. Uh, yes, that I've really, really liked. Like I've played others that have been okay; they're fine. No, but this one, man, you get some good chips, and you're like, yes, this one. Oh gosh, and it pops up, and you're like, yes, this, one. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly yes. what I wanted. It's like yeah, a little—it's like a handful of strategy <laughs> and a lot of action, and just a good game. It's just—that's just good. You hear that, Capcom? Bring this back, please. Yeah. Mega Man EXE, baby. I'll tell you right now, I would rather have this in F Zero. I'm sorry, I know for all the F Zero wow. fans. Yes, I, oh. I'm telling you right now, I would rather have Mega Man Bout Network over F Zero. I said it. I'm not gonna take it back. Wow, I mean, yeah. that went places. I did not expect it to. That's okay. right. <laughs> all right, it's Quote time. Me on that. Okay, you cool. can't. You can't delay this any farther. Sergio, <laughs> what is your most overrated game or series? Okay, well, this is on a very personal level. I, it's, it's tough to say even for me, but 
I'm gonna Animal go. Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Oh man. The truth um, will be revealed. <laughs> okay, go, go, go. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's actually the Legend of Zelda. Oh wow. Wow. Yes. That is And a, you know what? Mm. Yeah, I mean, going back again to the story of Skyward Sword, it basically Daryl has me left the chat. <laughs> you know, it basically Kills taught order. me that even even Zelda can fail. That's that's an exaggeration in a way, but that's like a very simplified way of, of the way I feel about Skyward Sword. It really sort of dented the series for me, and it I wow. don't know. I guess I I kind of had it like on a pedestal in a way. I, I you know I loved Zelda for sure, but then Skyward Sword was a letdown. I, I didn't play some of the Zelda games after that, including. Arguably one of the best, the Breath of the Wild. And it's just, it hasn't been the same since. I, I know most people that play them love them. I know they're still really good games. And I'm still, you know, interested in whatever they do in the future. But on a personal level, I guess I'm not that interested anymore. I I just, I'm not in, sometimes, like I said, I don't even play the game. So I kind of lost faith on it a little bit. Oof. That Man, <laughs> that's like I, like I said, Daryl has left the chat on this one. I'm not uh, I I don't know what to say. I think about that you one. know a guy. Um, so <laughs> I do I do want to say one thing. Um, and one thing that I noted: uh, How far did you get in Breath of the Wild? I beat one of the beasts. Okay. Just one. So d- the mm. one thing I will say: Breath of the Wild justified Skyward Sword to me. Uh, and I liked, so oh. d- don't get me wrong, I liked Skyward Sword. Didn't love it. It's a solid, like, 7.5 out of 10 or so. You know, so- somewhere in that realm. It wasn't up to Zelda standard, so I'm not going to defend it too hard. I did like it. I liked the story and the characters, but the gameplay was kind of awful uh, at times. But uh, Breath of the Wild, in a certain number of areas, kind of remixed the Skyward Sword story in a very very cool way Mm -hmm. so that you're doing these familiar story beats but the same things are not happening and it like i i felt that breath of the wild was a better game because i had played skyward sword so it kind of made me uh retro appreciate that game a little bit more Mm -hmm. um did you beat skyward sword yes okay um you really need to play Breath of the Wild, man. I, and <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to jump on the. Hey, Zelda's pretty good. Yeah, but that game, I think, will help your feeling about the whole series in a way. Mm. Mm. I don't think it'll fix it per se because it's a different game. Like it's not. This is yeah, not oh, a traditional yeah. like Zelda. Zelda. But if you really dig into the story of, of Breath of the Wild, I think it'll help you appreciate it a little bit better and kind of get past get past the the hurt, yeah, <laughs> that you have experienced. <laughs> oh, and I think that's all I'll say to avoid spoilers. Uh, ouch, though. Uh, Ke- Kevin, let's just let's just move on. What is? Oh. Oh. Uh- I was gonna say get past the pond because I was thinking of Shy Guy. <laughs> but, well, you're uh, past the pond if you're in the ze- in the desert. There is no yeah, void. I know you I, aren't in the desert. You just beat one of the BC. I, Anyways, I thought it was pretty funny when he said that one <laughs> that one episode. But eh, yeah, man, you know it's, it's tough. I I have it's not a split decision. It is a clear cut winner. 
<laughs> what <laughs> is your most shots fired game? Here we go. Oh, I'm man. ready. I'm, I'm you know, ready. Pokemon. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? Pokemon. <gasps> Wait, I know. Really? Yeah, I think it's over. Oh, right. yes. I, you know, I. Uh, Sergio's going to hate me for this. A lot of people are going to hate me for this. Um, I've expressed my feelings in that one episode when I went on a rampage. Y'all didn't know where I was going to go and it happened. And I was on a mission. I was a person on a mission. And I just <laughs> said a bunch of. It gave me my. Uh, it's not for you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't contain myself. <laughs> but uh... I just. Now, granted, okay, I am going to get Pokemon Shield. But I think that. You know, the whole formula, even though it's been very well constructed and, you know, you know what you're getting stuff into, but I just feel like when Pokemon Moon and Sun came out, man, I I still have a gripe with that whole petting thing, man, and I just hope it doesn't happen <laughs> in Pokemon Shield and Sword. Now, now, I know one of our friends in our Discord community, Monty, said, well, you don't have to do that. You don't have to pet the Pokemon stuff. And I'm like, that's true. That's true, but why why implement the game anyway? You know, like it's just, the developers you, let me do it, therefore I must <laughs> do it. Therefore, this game is trash. You know, and and, and there is some truth. <laughs> there is some truth into that, though, because as a because I, I have the this mentality of I just want to win. Okay, I want to win. I'm gonna take every advantage possible, but. You know, I think there's a way to balance it so that I don't have to always think about petting Pokemon all the time, like every five seconds to get that advantage and slow down the game. And I'm just rambling about it. I just don't, I just don't think it should be an option. It should not be an option to right. pet Pokemon every five seconds. Okay, there is a more elegant way to go about it. Even if you, I mean, okay, I can just say, well, I don't have to grind in RPG. You know, I can say a lot of things like, oh, I don't have to grind this. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do something in the game that will make it more, you know, that will make it much better. But you know that's not how that's not how you should enjoy a game. You know, it just it's like uh, yeah. Tell people how to play Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling. I'm gonna tell people right now, unapologetically, that you shouldn't have to pet Pokemon every five seconds. Okay, you just don't. Just okay. Maybe I'll just do it once a month. I don't know. Like I, uh, <laughs> I just Dude, go with the Fire Emblem option. Yeah, once a month. Once yeah. a month, you know. <laughs> go talk to all your students, and uh, so I have a confession. Yeah. Um, it's not my pick of game here, but I also think that Pokemon has been overrated. Oh. Uh, Ooh. It, to the point that this is why I haven't played a game since Sapphire. Uh, this is why I'm, you know, cautiously optimistic about Sword, but it's not in my favorite Nintendo series. You don't hear me talking about Pokemon all that often uh, because I don't get it. Like, I get the games. I understand why they're decent games. Uh, and I understand, you know, the allure of an, a, a simple RPG with deep mechanics and uh, a lot of things you can collect and, and then use in battle and such. I get it. I understand mm -hmm. the, the concept. What I don't get is how we collectively allow a developer to basically release the same game over and over and over and over. Uh <sighs> And yeah. I mean, I, that, I could go really deep on that and I could uh, compare it to other uh, even Nintendo genres and such. But this one's a little more egregious and it's always kind of boggled my mind a little bit. Uh, so you, you get that and you add the fact that uh, Game Freak traditionally 
has some bugs and such that is not really all that clean, not really all that thought well thought out in their games. Uh, their games typically take up a lot of space, and I mean, there's stories of of uh, Mr. Awada moving in to kind of s- fix their buggy buggy <laughs> games, right? Uh, this is, I'm not treading new ground here. It, it, it's just a, a thing, right? So I I don't know I for the level of popularity that the Pokemon series has, I don't get it. I really don't. Uh, I'm looking forward to Sword and Shield. And I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to take a, a crap on the series because I think it's a decent series. I just don't get why it's such a big thing. Is kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, I. I think another thing too is just that you know you want to play competitive. Like I remember one time, I, you know, I I did all the IVs. I did all the you know make sure I get all the best stats in Pokemon and all that. But then it turns out there's a program you can use to just like hack away. Oh yeah. And and, and I just that just kills it for me. Like. You know, this is even worse than petting Pokemon. Like, this is the thing that, like, when, cause when you think about Pokemon, you want to be very, like I said, I just want to win. I just want to win. Okay? I, I think that, I think a lot of people would have that mentality of, like, you want to be the best trainer ever. You want to be the very best. And you're going to find every opportunity. But you want to do it the right way. You don't want to just, like, cheat your way out of it with using a program. I mean, I guess maybe, even if you somehow convince me that it's a legal thing, like, you can use the program, but... Um, I, I just, it's just not organic, you know, and, and I can complain and whine and nitpick about it all day long. And, you know, I know I'm sounding like a brat at times about this, but I just, it, it, it's, it's, it, it is like a rehash of the same formula over and over again. It's like the call of duty of Nintendo games. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, I, I know I, mm, people are going to get mad about it when I say that, but uh, now, granted, I I'm going to give Pokemon Sword and Shield a chance, and I'm going to temper my expectations and enjoy the game for what it is. I'm not going to be competitive. I'm not going to you know nitpick or you know make improper complaints about petting Pokemon anymore. I'm just saying what I I'm I'm going to keep a hundred, okay? Like this is what I feel about it. But when it comes to Pokemon Sword and Shield, I will be more temperate. Not. Well, let's just say let's just say we're very interested in Sword and Shield. And I what I've seen so far looks good. It looks different. It looks like they're trying some new stuff. So like I, I said, I, I kind of surprised myself and, and I was surprisingly in on it. So I'm gonna try and you know we'll talk. I'm sure we'll have some some good discussions on it. So uh more to come. Yeah. Yep, uh, nice. Well, so I agree with everything you guys said, and I still cannot wait for <laughs> Sword and Shield in any Pokemon game in the future. I love it. Shut no. up and take my money. No, I feel the same way. Isn't this so irrational? Like, 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 oh. I, I, I talk a bunch of crap about Pokemon, and I'm I'm not sorry. I am not take sorry. Take my money. But, uh, just, but there's something about it. I just want it. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let myself off the hook. So, okay, most overrated game. Now, when I when I wrote this question, I was actually thinking I was gonna go with Mario Galaxy, but I've already talked about Mario Galaxy oh, quite a bit. Oh, don't you there? No. Uh, oh, ooh, ooh. oh, well, let me talk about Mario <laughs> Galaxy a little bit. Mario <laughs> Galaxy to me is at best the fourth best 3D oh, Mario game. What? I'm not kidding. Uh, Wait, so, how many three Mario games are there? It's like... <laughs> hey, count them out. Mario 64, Mario Odyssey, Mario 3D World, then probably Galaxy. Oh, okay. Slash Galaxy 2 is kind of... They're kind of the same 
game. But yeah, I don't get it. It's another one I just I just don't get. I'm not a huge fan of the orchestral soundtrack because it doesn't feel what? like Mario oh, to me. Lord Jesus. I know yeah. it doesn't feel like Mario to me. I, I, give me, give me Bob on Battlefield. Give me the Mario Odyssey tracks, or give me uh, the Mario 3D World. Something fun, something uh, happy. Uh. The orchestral soundtrack is not. It's not. It's mm-hmm. open and sweeping and epic, but that's not Mario. That has never felt like that to me. I mean, what? go back to go back to Mario 3. Listen to some of that music. No, this is not hashtag not my mario it's not so <laughs> not my mario <laughs> whatever and the gameplay is solid and it, the gameplay is solid it works through uh the the gravity mechanics and such solid. Uh, that mm. are that are good uh but the best parts of the gravity mechanics were already kind of done in Mega Man 6 i think oh, on the nes on. <laughs> <laughs> how how, how bad is it search <laughs> oh man keep in mind this was not the game i was gonna pick but there you go so that's to be clear mario galaxy is a good game but it is not a game that is deserving of higher scores than ocarina of time it's not a game that's up there in the upper echelon of nintendo games to period you know i feel the same way about pokemon (laughs) it is it is a good 3D Mario game that is not better than 64 or Odyssey or 3D World uh, mm. in, in my book. And I have more fun with Sunshine. I'm sorry. Oh, so, no. Whoa. There you go. Man, this there is you like go. getting interesting. Sergio, uh-oh, you, you uh-oh. and I just killed each other's uh, games. So. No. <laughs> Meanwhile... Kevin takes a crap about Pokemon. I was kidding. I'm kidding. My, <laughs> my real game was going to be uh, the NBA 2K series, but I'll get to that later. Uh, I, you know what? I was no, I'll get to FIFA, that later. I'm going to but... save all of that. I'm going to okay. save all of it. Look forward to that in a future episode. All right. There's my rant on Mario Galaxy. Good game, but I, I don't get it. I, I just mm. don't. I just want to say something real quick before we head on to the next question. Um, I am done ranting about Pokemon, and I... <laughs> no, will... you're not. Yeah, I <laughs> am. Today. I, no, you're not. I am. Cut I to am. December, I... and you're going to be ranting no, about it no, all I, over well, again. Well, okay, unless it's like really, unless it's like a, a 5 out of 10, okay? Like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to take a dump on Pokemon anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of saying what I have to say. I've said all I have to say. Um, I know, like, people have strong feelings about Pokemon. Uh, you you quote me on this. I will be more temperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Nice. No, no, I will. I will. Yeah, I will. right. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a more optimistic outlook on Pokemon Sword and Shield for sure. Being more temperate is not keeping it 100. So nope. Mm-mm. All right. Well, Smart money's uh, I, on the no. I find. Right. I tried, Sergio, guys. Say, <laughs> Sergio, say your piece for Mario Galaxy. You gave me a chance to talk about Skyward Sword. Yeah. No, I'll just say I have to respect your opinion. So <laughs> no, you <Okay>. don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the the privilege of this podcast. We can crap all over each other's opinions. That's okay. Yeah, just like well, okay, fine. You guys got me. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna give an honest opinion about Sword Shield. <laughs> I tried. I, I thought. I thought I could get away with it, but that lasted for two minutes. Let the record show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing, though, like. I'm not going to be around the bush. I'm not going to sugarcoat what I have to say. You know, if there's something I don't like, I'll do it with enough tact so that I don't, you know, make people hate and 
put pitchforks on my soul. But, you know, I will say what I have to say. And, yeah, you know. Anyway, what's the next question? <laughs> yeah, let's 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 move on to something nice. Well, you got the next question, Serge. There we go. So, okay, if you could live in any video game universe, which one would you go to? Now, it involves everything. So, whatever Mar- food Mario is in that Galaxy. universe, no. you're, <laughs> you, you have to go by that. Basically, everything changes. You're in that game. You're in that universe with those characters. Where do you go? Ooh. Oh, God. Got to go with Kirby, right? Oh. That place is no. so... That, that place mean, is so... That that's place cool is so answer. happy, and they have the best-looking food. Yes. Ooh. I, yeah, and I think it's got to be Kirby, man. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's everything would feel like pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everything would feel like pants. What? <laughs> what is going on? I... Oh man, uh, pants. Okay. And... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking at my pants right now. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> what do my pants feel like? Wait a second. I don't even know how to. Oh, okay. Huh, okay. All right. Um. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And then you know, whatever evil bad guys there would be. I mean, you know, Kirby is on it, so. Yeah, he can he can take care of everything. And then if anything doesn't go your way, well, just suck it up. <laughs> oh god, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh <Okay>. no. <laughs> so we live in the pants world. This the pants <laughs> podcast. I just want to say that so far this episode is like hashtag gold, so we're just gonna Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, gonna have a hard time choosing them this week. <laughs> man, I gosh. Um so any world, right? Any world that I want to live in and inhabit? Yes. <sighs> I gotta say, Pokemon. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I already, I already said that it's overrated series, but I would not mind. Pen these dang Pokemon in real life. <laughs> I, I want to have real life. Po- I want to be my my thing is that I want to be a water Pokemon you master. Want to be the very best, Kevin. <laughs> That never was. Not ever. That never was. Because, you know, you want to set the precedence, okay, with your, your Pokemans, excuse me, Pokemon, and just, you know, I, I, I want to be like Ash, in a way, sort of. 10 years like, old forever. Okay, well, not that part. But. And never winning anything. Anything at all. All right, so let me take that back. I want to be more like in friendship. <laughs> okay, maybe I want to be more like Wallace from. Uh, he's a water Pokemon gym leader <laughs> and then master, I think, later on. Like, I, he's a cool guy, man. Like, I would like to be Wallace. Um, all right, I, that's my answer. <laughs> I, now I say it's overrated, but I want to live in the world. Yep, yep. Oh wow! All right, Sergio. No, well, you stole my answer. It was Kirby. Oh, it was Kirby. Oh, yeah, was it? Oh, <laughs> I would. Man, I would have pegged you for Animal Crossing. I, I seriously. I mean, for sure, but I, I wanted to try a little something else. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Kirby just seems kind of like a nice place. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on Popstar. Let's go. Um, uh, all right, Kevin. One more question. Okay. So this one is going to be game related. Um, I know my last question was non-game related, but I want to ask that. So this one is going to be, 
Is there a particular video game series that you played the original on a platform that was released the first time, but then when it got ported to, say, the Switch, you just don't want to play it? You just don't have the motivation to play it. Um, is there a video game series or video game that is like that for you? I have an answer for it. Um, I'm going to say it right now, Shovel Knight. That I'll get into it later. Uh, Sergio, what would be a game that was released on a on the on a different platform, but got ported to Switch, but you don't want to play the other iterations of it anymore? Mm, so something that you don't feel like playing the older versions of. Or like the newer versions, like so for Shovel Knight, there's like you know Treasure Trove and the King whatever thing. Uh, I'm, right. I'm watching it. Like King of even, Cards, yeah. King of Cards, sorry. Even though it's new and there's a lot more of the adventure in the story, like you just don't want to play it for some reason. Um, you're not that motivated to play it for whatever reason. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. Mm. Specifically ported to Switch. Yes. Is there a lot of games like that? Maybe not. I mean, so we we live in the uh, port everything to Switch era, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of games like that. Okay, uh, good. Yeah, I want to make sure. Yeah. I'm just trying to pick one. Mm-hmm. I guess probably my best answer there uh, is kind of a mixture of Cave Story and Guacamelee. Ah, okay. Uh, so. Cave Story I bought knowing that I didn't really want to play it at the time. That's okay. I, I just wanted it. That, mm-hmm. that I wanted the physical version because I, I love, love that game. Um, right. But that also is kind of a once every few years type game for me. I don't need to play it all the time. Uh, Guacamelee 2. Uh, bought it because I really like the first game. Heard this is better. Uh, and... It just kind of came out at kind of a weird time, and I have had no motivation at all to go back into it. I know I will enjoy it when I do, but it's not not quite it because it's a sequel, not a port, but eh, same gameplay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of, I don't know, something about Guacamelee. I just don't really want to jump back in it, despite the first one being like one of my favorite Metroidvania games. So, mm. whatever. I don't know. That's cool. Interesting. Well, it, um, I guess my answer would be Final Fantasy. So oh, in the yeah. past, I played, you know, I played four, seven, eight, and nine, and I know the Switch at least has ten, ten two, it has twelve. In a way, you could say it even has fifteen. Uh, the Pocket Edition, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. But I don't yep. know. I just, uh, you know, we were talking about genres that we don't play as much anymore uh, as we've grown older. I think also for me, it's it's definitely RPGs, and I think most of it it's the time allocated to playing games. I I, I just don't have as much time as I used to, and I feel like RPGs you kind of the the more time you give them in uh, consecutive time or play sessions, you know, the more rewarding the games are. So I know I don't have that that time anymore, and so I I kind of distance myself from RPGs, sort of on purpose, knowing you know that. Basically, I'm not really going to get into them. So mm. I know those games are great, uh, especially the, you know, the, the slightly older ones like 10. I know 12, it's also highly regarded. 15, eh, maybe not so much. But even 10 and 12, I, I know I would like them. But yeah, I just, eh, I'm not motivated. Huh. Yeah, you're, you're not missing out on 15. So you're fine. <laughs> glad, glad to hear I'm not alone there. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it, the, I I have to say I I I'm not as surprised about the RPG answers just because like you know there's just so many games out there and RPGs are very time consuming mm-hmm. and it is very hard to just be consistent about finishing an RPG. Um, yeah, meanwhile, I'm dumping like 80 hours into Fire Emblem. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just it's well, random, well, man. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I really don't. It, it's. Oh my goodness! I still have to finish that game, man. I put a like, hundred hours in Xenoblade X. Xenoblade ooh. X is not even considered all that good, but I loved yeah. it for some reason. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm in this really weird RPG hole for some reason. It's it's odd. I I, I can't figure out what I like in an RPG even, and so I can't even predict what I'm going to like or not. I pre-ordered Dragon Quest just to see if that's good. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I have the demo, and I haven't played it yet. But you know, I I remember playing Dragon Quest Six, and I just oh, I don't know. I mm, it it was fun for a while, and then I just stopped playing. I'm like, oh gosh, but ah, uh, I don't know, man. But yeah, uh, Shovel Knight. That's my answer. I mean, I played, I beat the first one on the PC back in 2014. Um. And, like, it was fun, but then when I heard that I got ported to the Switch, which it should be, and I'm glad it did, I just don't have the motivation to play the other Shovel Knight games. It's just, I'm like, cool? <laughs> but I just don't really... <laughs> <laughs> But I just don't have the motivation to play because there's other games that I want to play. And, I mean, oh, like, it's just not the motivation. And... I know there are a lot of people out there, like, I know Napping Rat, he loves the Shovel Knight series. You know, kudos to him. I just, it, it, I, it is a very well-constructed series. I just don't, I just cannot get into it, you know? And, man, oh, gosh. Anyway. So, I, I actually really like Shovel Knight. Um, mm, mm. It's another one that got a little too hyped for me, like, just a little bit. But I did really like it, and I've liked all the DLC packs. And I, nice. I call them DLC packs, but they've been free, so they're included. Uh, <laughs> the in the King of Cards, no exception. I'll, I will play it. Um, so yeah, uh, Shovel Knight had a info breakdown, showed some new stuff um, of varying hype levels. Don't really need to get into it, but I I am looking forward to King of Cards. So I don't know. I still like the game, but it's been a while since I played it, so we'll see. Hmm. Mm. Also, I do want to uh, correct one thing I said earlier. Uh, Gravity Man, which is the best part of uh, Mario Galaxy, in, in my opinion, uh, or better than the best parts of Mario Galaxy, was in Mega Man 5. So, whoops, Ooh. said Mega Man 6, but <laughs> eh, it was a guess anyway. So, just continuing shots fired. There we go. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, All right. Man, um, that's, yeah. I'm going to get into a, so I think we got time for like one more question. Yes. So I'm going to wrap up with a thoughtful one and kind of a sad one. And I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean I didn't mean for this to happen, guys. Uh, <laughs> so let's say, you know, athletes are forced to retire all the time. Um, let's say video gaming was kind of like this and you were forced to, quote unquote, retire from video games. And what you've done up until now is your video gaming life. Uh, what? memory or memories would you tell your kids or grandkids about oh wow that is a really hard question 
I know. <laughs> this is like the hardest one today. Yeah. And I can't say Pokemon because I'm not going to say it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm... <laughs> no, I... this is a weird way to say if if your gaming life were to kind of just end for whatever reason, uh, at this point you you could no longer game. Uh, what are your favorite memories? What what have you enjoyed the most or look back on the most fondly from gaming? Uh, can I start first? Yeah, please. So, <laughs> uh, um. So I have two, and I think the first one would be, you know, playing games with you guys as part of a as part of a community, you know, and being able and just you know having people that you know I've learned to play well with, especially in Splatoon Two, uh, which I really, I mean that that's one of my favorite team based games ever, and you know I you know playing with you two especially. Uh, Dragon, Napping Rat, uh, Monty, you know, and and the other folks. Um, I mean, it, it's there's there's that's that's irreplaceable. Um, I mean, having a gaming community like that, being able to play games like Splatoon Two and even Mario Tennis Aces, um, that is something that I would tell my or the future generation. I don't know if I'm gonna have kids. I don't know. I mean, it'll be great, but uh, <laughs> maybe adopted. But uh, that would be great and. The second one would be, I have to say it, my summer playing Call of Duty with my college housemates. It is a very fond memory. Uh, yeah. You know, we, even though I don't play it anymore, I you know, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, I mean, we played it all the time, when we can, all day, well, not all, well, yeah, mostly all day, uh, <laughs> a lot of it, and, you know, it, it, it was just fun being in our own clan of six people and, you know, taking on the whole world with our our energy, our team, just our team. It's just, and even just being in the same room with five to six PS3s, depending on who was there, you know, the, during the time of day, and just having a great time. And, you know, being, being a team, win or lose, you know, destroy all the campers, and, and just winning, like winning and losing. Like I, we had this thing where we didn't like campers, um, even though a couple of us like the camp anyway. <laughs> so it's like, nah, we're just gonna. No one else can do it except us. <laughs> or even like, there's this one thing in Call of Duty where you can like, you know, close combat someone or knife somebody. Uh, tw- like it's, it's called uh, I forgot the perk, but this is an awesome perk where you can like knife someone like twenty feet away, and the knife will go. Whoosh. <laughs> It was so cool. It was so cool to use, but it would suck when you get hit by one of those. And it's just like uh, Commando Pro. I think it's called Commando Pro. Uh, it is an awesome perk from Call of Duty. And my God, like, because I I'm a really big fan of close combat. You know, I like to use like pistols and like SMGs and the knife. Like that was like my favorite setup. Run and gun, one on one, you're done. And I just I love that. And you know the other. And then, like other, our other teammates or my co or not covers my college friends like they were just they were into it too and they they had their own play style and we just we literally combed through Modern Warfare two like just with a lot of hours I I spent a lot of hours on it and yeah so there you go our Discord gaming community with games of Splatoon two and Call of Duty with my college housemates those are the two yeah nice hmm. nice I definitely echo the. 
the multiplayer aspect of gaming, especially, I guess for me, especially in the last couple of years, man, it's it's been amazing for sure. Yeah. As for, I guess, like m- memories that that stuck with me, no matter how how long ago they they happened, one for sure is gonna be just the entirety of Metroid Prime One, the first one. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That game is definitely in my top five best games of all time, and just all of it, all of it is so good. And the first time I actually beat the game, I guess I, I, I clearly I wasn't that good at it because I, I mean, I managed to beat it, but I had one HP left after the final. Whoa. Oh, wow, that's pretty not, good. Not huh? even one full tank, no, just one HP, like any hit and i was i was done for the that one in met uh, metro prime 2 are actually some of the very few games that i forced myself to play in hard mode and, and actually enjoyed it so mm-hmm. you know those two games are very special for me but definitely part one more so just a little bit more than part two another really good memory for me or i guess in a way like an accomplishment <laughs> in a way uh Beating and finishing the first trauma center on the DS. Mm-hmm. Okay. The final boss was really difficult. I know a lot of people uh, quit on that one. Uh, Danny, are you listening? <laughs> so oh. episode ten. <laughs> there we go. Episode ah, his favorite episode. <laughs> Very difficult last boss, but I, you know, I kept going. I saved the little girl. And good for that's you. That's what I. That's nice. what I would tell, you know, people. Hey, you know, I, I spent a lot of time playing this game and I I was I, a surgeon once. I saved lives, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Love it. Nice. Uh okay, so that, that brings it to me. So I got a couple. Uh and I I boil mine down more to time periods than specific games. If I were to choose a game that had probably the most impact on me, it would probably be Super Metroid. The very mm. end of that game was like a moment for me. I don't, I don't know, uh, but I'm I'm gonna skip that. So uh, there was a time period for me that was like just deep into the uh, GameCube time period. I was still in uh, high school, living at home, uh, had a really good friend still have uh, a really good friend uh, named Andrew who I played a ton of co-op games with uh, that he's the original one I beat Crystal Chronicles with mm-hmm. uh, Zelda Four Swords <laughs> so the, the crazy ones we also played a lot of uh, Smash Melee and uh, so on and so forth we we known each other for a long time but that, that was the time that I started going to like these mall tournaments for Smash Melee actually this the first Melee tournament uh, I went to he and I ended up in the finals <laughs> of of the tournament, so that was really cool. Nice. Uh, and we used to do these things like I would invite some people over and uh, some some guys over, and we would stay up all night. And it was an event; like we would actually like try to stay up all night, have pizza rolls and and all sorts of unhealthy food. My dad would stay up with us and just play Smash like all night. <laughs> and it was you know watch the sunrise, everybody goes to bed. It was it was an event; it was an experience. <laughs> Um, that time where, you know, my dad was joining us and playing and, and we had all these just kind of, uh, uh the, the couch co-op and competitive type mm. experiences. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, right. one of the best gaming moments of my entire life for sure. Uh, number two time period would actually have to be fairly recent actually. So I'm kind of like Kevin in this one that, uh, 
this Discord gaming age has really changed the way that I game now. Mm-hmm. And doing the podcast too, where you know, there's something to be said about the power and entertainment you can get from a bunch of people just like piecing little story pieces together in Fire Emblem and freaking out about it, and uh, you know, coming up with crazy theories. Shout out to Dragon for that one. Uh, yeah, that was really nice. And or you know when Celeste came out and we're all freaking out about that and Octopath and <laughs> we're all playing Splatoon and Rocket League like every you know two or three nights uh it's fun it's just fun and it's really kind of reignited uh, a lot of the fun that I had in in gaming kind of it's weird it's kind of similar experiences just uh a lot more adult and a lot more like you know, slightly disconnected because we're all we're all chatting, <laughs> kind of. But um, same feeling, and it, it's it's nice to kind of get back to it. So I, mm. that would probably be, <clears throat> you know, if I were talking about where where I'd been as a gamer or something, that would that's what I would talk about. So yeah, that's that's what I got. Yeah, and I really appreciate you know you guys and just that in I think just with the multiplayer aspect. I to be honest, I. I have not been as active on the multiplayer aspect of, you know, playing Overcooked as much as I wanted with you guys and Rocket League as of late, but just the fact that y'all are still doing it and, um, I mean, there's something, like like Daryl said, there's something to be said about this community that we have and, like, we do not take it for granted. There's just so much good that comes out of it and and I think the biggest thing, you know, being able to share opinions without being judged for them and, and this... Um, well, even though we have some strong opinions about certain games, um, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's imperative that, you know, we maintain this consistency of, of being, you know, being active and, and, and being there for others who need it, you know, because you never know what you, like, you never know. I mean, the things you say, like the little thing can go a long way. And, uh, you know, we, we strive to create a more positive, uh, community, uh, each and every day, um, and yeah, it's it's amazing, man. I can't believe it. We're on sixty-two for episodes. Gosh, how can I don't even know? <laughs> My goodness, like this year has gone by so fast, and just yeah. a lot of things happened. Um, I know I went through quite a bit this year, and I'm sure you guys have, you you guys have as well. And boy, I mean, I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> hang, hang on it's getting crazy so yeah yeah, yeah man so huh. all right well i think that should probably do it um but we do have one more question to talk about sergio lead the way yes last week we asked what is your favorite planet from anything video games uh science fiction movies anime anything uh what is your answer you guys so <laughs> I mentioned in the Discord community earlier this week that uh, if anyone can guess it, the planet and why, I'll give them $5 eShop card. Uh, last Which means it's week. freaking impossible to guess. That's not true. It is true, and you know it. <laughs> well, Wacky okay. Racer's planet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever planet uh, Trails in the Sky is from. Yeah, that no, one. No, it's, it's actually more... <laughs> okay, first of all, it's actually... Um, it's actually a doable answer. <laughs> I don't uh, believe you. <laughs> okay, so my answer is Jupiter because there's a show called All That on Nickelodeon and there's this one character, uh, 
acted by Kel Mitchell, who was like one of my favorite actors, you know, just when I was a kid. And he is, he goes by Lump Maroon. And in certain sketches and all that, when he says Jupiter, he goes, Jupiter! <laughs> he does this in such a very, like, <laughs> very comedic way. And I think there was just this one game I can show see sketch. why it's your favorite then. Yeah, he's like, Jupiter! <laughs> and he just so, says it with such, like, high pitch enthusiasm, you know, unequivocally. You can't even match that. I did not even do a good impression of that. But, <laughs> it, it, man, I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about the guy who talks about good burger, man. Okay, Kel Mitchell, my man. Okay, if you're hearing this, Kel, you're so awesome. <laughs> we know you are. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so Jupiter is my favorite planet because of the way Kel says Jupiter. I will uh. not say it again the no. way I said before. No. Nice. <laughs> so uh, see, it's doable. It's doable. You know, that was not, not doable, man. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's not, dude. <laughs> you give like the safest eShop credit rewards ever. You're like, hey, I'll give you five hundred dollars if you'll tell me what number I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> Wait, no, that's that. It was not the same thing. Okay, come on. It's pretty close, man. No, no. it's getting oh, up there. Oh my god. You know, I would think someone would have guessed it. You know, I no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> you guys didn't watch all that. Oh man. Okay. Fine. Even if they did, like, <laughs> yo, Jupiter- what planet was Mork from Mork and Mindy from? That planet, yeah. I don't know. I didn't okay. watch that show. I just know that Robin Williams was in it. But hey, like, I don't. Uh, anyways, <laughs> okay, okay. So, <laughs> when when you asked this question, I said easy. Uh, and I, I reacted. <laughs> I I reacted real strongly to it. I'm gonna stick to my original answer. Cornaria, absolutely uh, Cornaria. I love it. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love it. I love uh, in every Star Fox game. It's like the first stage. It's always fantastic. Uh, yes. It's a very very nice battle arena in Star Fox Assault for multiplayer, which I also used to play with Andrew. So hey hey, uh, callback. Shout out to Andrew. Um, yeah, so Cornaria easily is my my favorite uh, video game planet and potentially just planet at over <laughs> overall. Uh, you know, if I'm nice. not counting Earth because you know we kind of like live here and there's air and water and stuff. But yeah, that Th- that might be important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the boring answer, but it's true. You all know it's true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a good answer. Nice. Well. My answer is Planet Namek from Dragon Ball Z. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Interesting. Dang. Yeah, I just feel bad, you know, that it got destroyed. I mean, there's new Namek for sure, but I don't know. I feel like they know and it, it doesn't feel the same. I know it's not, you know, there's really no technology there, but it would be nice to live there. You know, the, the sky is green, the water is green, the grass is blue. Sounds pretty different. Green <laughs> is a great color, and I... Might even call it Vermilion. <laughs> no, don't edit this out, man. That's <laughs> so. What's our question for this week, Sergi? <laughs> Vermilion. All right, question for this week. Think of your cologne your perfume either the one you're using or if you use multiple the basically your favorite how would you describe it with just one word 
Okay, you have one word. Make it count. Describe your cologne or perfume. Man, that's going to be hard for me. I, I just like to describe things in like a million words. But yeah, sure. <laughs> that's if, a, yeah, just one. <laughs> and um, if you don't wear cologne, perfume, or deodorant, you know, maybe consider it. Just maybe think about it. That's all. Mm. Okay, I got an answer, but I'll wait until next week. Nice. Yeah, it's not Where, many words. What even is this question? Sir? Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, nope. We're going with it. Yeah. We're, we'll tweet that out. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, man. Just all I ask is that you save us, man. Just save us. <laughs> save us. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We're going to jump out of here. If you haven't already, feel free to join our Discord group. We have a great community to chat with and to play games, and we would love to have you there as well. If you're interested, the description for this episode has a link to our Discord. Other than that, we have a Facebook group, and we are also on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump. You can also listen to all of our episodes on YouTube as well. Please send us any feedback that you have at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support the show, the best way to do so would be through our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash nintendojump. And another way to support would be by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. Whichever way you choose to support, we really appreciate it. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl and Kevin, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Shots fired. Is that Vermilion City? I forgot. That was yes. Okay, good. All right. I, I was not nice. sure. Um, <laughs> That's from The Wizard of Oz, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, <laughs> starring an alien, Kevin's. <laughs> Kevin's. <laughs> no, I'm not an alien. <laughs> no disclaimer, Daryl. Please don't. No disclaimer. <laughs> Nervous laughter. Oh man. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.